This is Health Dose, the podcast that talks about issues surrounding your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Today we're joined once again by an orthopedic surgeon at MidMichigan Health, Dr. Denise Stottlemyre, and today we're going to talk about knee injuries. Health Dose asked Dr. Stottlemyre, how common are knee injuries? Knee injuries are very common because everybody is walking, running, twisting, cutting, pivoting during just day-to-day activity. So we see knee injuries very commonly in the athlete, but also just everyday type of activities. What kinds of things go wrong with your knee? The most common knee injuries include the ligaments and the cartilage. Ligaments being the anterior cruciate ligament and medial collateral ligament, which is the ligament on the side, the inside of the knee. Those are probably the two most commonly injured ligaments in the knee. And then cartilage injuries occur with the shock absorbing cushion, which is called the meniscus. And we have two menisci, a medial and lateral meniscus. And with just everyday activities, squatting, twisting, cutting, pivoting, you can acquire a tear in the meniscus. What's the difference between cartilage and tendon? Cartilage is the shock absorbing cushion in the knee. And also articular cartilage is the cartilage that lines your knee, the, that lines the bone in your knee within the knee joint. Tendons surround the knee. So for instance, a tendon is your quadriceps tendon or your patellar tendon. And basically the definition of a tendon is a structure that attaches the muscle to the bone. So your quadriceps tendon attaches your quadriceps muscle to the patella, which is a bone. A patellar tendon is actually either a patellar tendon or it can be a ligament. The definition of a ligament is a structure attaching one bone to another bone, such as the ACL, the PCL, the MCL, which is the medial collateral ligament, or the lateral collateral ligament. You're attaching basically the femur bone to the tibia bone in each of those ligaments, whereas a tendon attaches the muscle to the bone. And that's important to note because those kinds of injuries, tendons or ligaments, are dealt with differently. Yes. It depends on the particular ligament torn. For instance, medial collateral ligaments, which is also called the MCL or the ligament on the inside of the knee, there are different grades of sprains. There's grade one, two, and three. Grade one is you stretch some of the fibers. Grade two is you've partially torn some of the fibers. And grade three is you've completely torn the fibers. And depending on the severity of the tear depends on how it's treated. But often, medial collateral ligament injuries usually don't need surgery. Usually, we can treat those non-operatively with bracing. As opposed to the anterior cruciate ligament, when that tears, it's much more common to have a complete tear just because of the mechanism of injury. And those often require surgical intervention. But again, it depends on the age of the patient, the the activity level of the patient, and what they do. And obviously you want to talk to a doctor before you you do anything about your knees on your own, but it may go from just bracing the injury in in like a a, a level one to a complete surgical opening up of the knee if you were at a higher level. Yes, that's correct. And again, we do a lot of knee surgery arthroscopically as well. And what's the benefit of arthroscopic surgery in, in the knee? From a standpoint of arthroscopic surgery, you're using small incisions and you're using an instrument about the size of a pen, which is hooked up to a video camera to look at everything that way. And the visualization is much better when you're doing an arthroscopic as opposed to open for much of the injuries that we address, such as ACL injuries, meniscus injuries, things of that nature. When you're doing an arthroscopic surgery, do you have a big computer screen in front of you? Is that what you're looking at? There's a big monitor, like a TV monitor, basically. Yes. And do you... 
increase the size of the image so you can see minute detail? Yes, the image size is quite big, and it's actually magnified mm-hmm. with a camera. And with that pen-sized instrument, what are you able to do while you're inside someone's knee? So I'm looking with that instrument, and then in my other hand, I'm able to use different instruments to, for instance, repair a meniscus tear mm-hmm. by placing sutures. You with can actually it. stitch. That's correct. Do you have to... Ha- Obviously, you have to have good hand-eye coordination, but is it different than it, when you're visualizing it with your naked eye? Yes, it is, definitely. When you're, it, there's definitely a learning curve. Mm-hmm. When you first start doing it, you're moving an instrument in an opposite way sometimes that you think it should go, mm-hmm. and it just takes practice to be able to do that. If I'm suffering from knee pain, at what point do I need to see an orthopedic surgeon? If it's a non-traumatic knee injury or knee pain, then... I would, again, start with probably your primary care physician or a sports medicine primary care physician, try physical therapy, and go that route. And if it doesn't improve, I would say after probably four to six weeks, then I would seek the opinion of an orthopedic surgeon. Mm -hmm. But that would be for a chronic injury. What about something that's traumatic? For a traumatic injury... Again, it depends on the comfort level of your primary care physician. If you have a primary care physician, Mm -hmm. I would start with a primary care physician. But if you don't have a primary care physician that feels adept in handling those type of issues or injuries, then I would see an orthopedic surgeon. Mm -hmm. And I reference rice. Would you please explain to my audience what rice is? Rice is rest, ice, compression, and elevation. Mm -hmm. How do we know whether we want heat on an injury or ice on an injury? Generally, an acute injury... A traumatic injury, you slip and fall, you twist your knee or injure yourself, you start with ice because you want to help with inflammation and ice is the best way to treat inflammation. But heat actually increases circulation? Yeah. So for injuries that are not acute, that are generally if there are six, eight weeks down the road, alternating ice and heat is sometimes helpful. But something that's more of a chronic type of situation, that's when you would use really use heat more for. You can never go wrong with icing initially. In any case. In any case. Ice is always good. Yes. So how do you decide for a patient whether or not they should have surgery on their knee? It depends on the injury. But for instance, if someone has an anterocrucial ligament tear, I will assess their activity level and what they aspire to do. ACL injuries and treatment is not necessarily age-specific. I've had patients in their late 50s and 60s that are very avid skiers mm-hmm. and they require the ability to do cutting and pivoting type of activities and hence may therefore require an ACL reconstruction. But likewise, I've had patients in their 30s that don't do any athletic activities and don't really do any cutting or pivoting type of activities and are rather sedentary. Mm -hmm. So you have to treat each patient individually depending on what their activities are, what they aspire to do in day-to-day activity, what their goals are, not necessarily age, but... It's more their lifestyle? It's their lifestyle and what they do. Mm -hmm. But likewise, I've also had patients that have injured their knee in a non-athletic way, just kind of, you know, missing a step, twisting their knee, and they don't participate in athletic activities. But if they're having giving way of their knee in a day-to-day activity, Mm -hmm. they very well may be a good candidate for ACL reconstruction because that's impacting their daily life. Right. But for most younger patients... I would definitely advocate ACL reconstruction 
because you need that stability really to prevent other injuries in the knee. Because if your knee is giving out on you, you may very well tear a meniscus cartilage and then have more of a problem with your knee. Because it becomes a snowball effect where more things are going wrong with your knee as the parts that aren't maybe hurt at the time are trying to compensate. Yes, that's correct. Mm. So what is the, what's the number one thing I can do when I come to you with a knee injury? What, what's the best advice you can give me above and beyond what you can do in the operating room for me to, to uh, heal my knee once it's been injured? Working at strengthening and stretching, being smart with what you do mm-hmm. and your activities, and realizing that if you're having pain and it's not getting better, then it should probably be addressed. Or if you're having giving way or instability, then it may very well need to be addressed surgically, depending on what is found on exam and further studies. But the onus is on the patient, really, to to be smart in their day-to-day life and to do the stretching and do the work. Yes, that's correct. And also not to put off symptoms of instability, pain, things of that nature. Because sometimes you end up seeing someone that's done more harm to their knee because they keep living with pain or giving way and catching and locking. And then when you do see them, sometimes it's more difficult to fix something such as a meniscus tear or things of that nature. There are specific conditioning exercises that can be done to prevent injury. And the internet is a very great avenue Mm -hmm. of finding different exercises. Likewise, physical therapists and many hospitals and centers have classes or programs. For instance, ACL injuries are very common in young patients, and coaches should be really prudent to establishing a routine before every sport, practice, or game doing these sport-specific exercises. There are exercises called plyometrics, and plyometric is a jumping type of activity that is very important in evaluating someone to see how they do that type of activity to see if they potentially could be more prone to an injury. And it also is beneficial in preventing an injury, learning the right type of activities to do to prevent those type of injuries. That is orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Denise Stottlemyre of MidMichigan Health. As Dr. Stottlemyre suggested, if you have health concerns, the best place to start is your primary care provider. If you need help finding a primary care provider, go to midmichigan.org doctors. For more information about orthopedic services at MidMichigan Health, go to midmichigan.org slash ortho. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you again soon with another edition of Health Dose.